Welcome to Bold Conscious Connections. My name is Raju Panjvani and I'm a certified leadership coach. And I'm Trisha Ramos, a certified high performance coach. Together, we help business leaders redefine success on their terms to create more space and energy so that they live impactful lives. Everyone wants to be seen, heard, and understood. So at a deeper level, we know that the collective consciousness is important to raise in this world. And leaders who are influencers can make that difference. We, in our coaching programs, teach people how to focus on the interconnectedness, heart-centeredness, and growth from within. And this is what this podcast will be about. So stay tuned and subscribe to wherever you listen to podcasts. Talk to you very soon. Hey, we're live March 19, 2021. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are. We're so delighted to mark today is our first anniversary of being physically locked down in India. Oh my God, what a year it's been. Yeah, the first day, the first day that we were notified, we had to um, be on quarantine. Yeah, we were shepherded out from our, you know, breakfast area to long story into, into our rooms and, you know, go off and just go away for a few days uh, while, the country in you know in India was completely shut, no flights out. Uh, we couldn't leave all our programs. We had three big programs planned across the country, three different cities. We're all we're all uh, you know had to had to be shut. So anyway, we we remember these with um, you know I think we, I remember this fondly. I'm sure I don't know about you, but uh, if we hadn't gone through that, we wouldn't be here marking the anniversary and really having had such an amazing year of growth uh, of ourselves, of our clients. Uh, we've had, anyway, it's, it's a, you know, we'll get right into it, you know, get into it a little bit, but we're just, we're just, uh, you know, honored for those that, those of you that joined us to, to start our journey with us. And that's why today's session for our monthly call is called the power of allowing. And, you know, we gave you a little preview of what we're celebrating on the, you know, for us on the background, the context of it. And uh, we're certainly going to share a little bit more of that story with yeah. you if you're just joining us. Mm -hmm. So the power of allowing is really, uh, what do we want to say about that? Why did we think that was important today, March, 2021? Mm -hmm. Well, I think uh, the, the, the word has different connotations, right? So you could be allowing, you know, all the horrible things that are happening outside to get to you. We also allow that. We allow news, we allow uh, opinions of others to get to us. We allow lying, stealing, uh, all sorts of things that people come to us and take from us and we, we, we could feel that. But today, today it's about allowing in a way that's about your heart where you're really open to the positive of possibilities, because if you do not allow for possibilities to enter into your heart, then you know you're, you're letting you're letting other things shut you down, right? That's the opposite of that. And the uh, really, if 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 there's <clears throat> if that's hard to to understand, if you are someone that you know feels like you have a hard time with this, you're probably used to resisting and right. shutting down or pushing things away, saying no to what you don't know or saying no to 
you know, what is, what is your, something you're not sure about or you've never seen before. You might be someone that just really wants to stay in your comfort zone. And we've all heard that saying that what you resist persists. And so we really want to talk to you about what allowing means from a clean perspective. You know, when when you really are in a space where you're able to create a channel of flow. So we're one year into this pandemic and we wanted to ask you, where are you with your own uh, way of being? Are you someone who is allowing right? Allowing for possibilities, or do you find yourself shrinking or resisting more of the uncertainty that is still coming our way and is still going to come our way? Right. So, it, you know, it comes down to anything you're trying to manifest in your life, right? Uh, the dreams you have, the business you have, or the relationships you have, your body, your health, all of these things are ultimately you know, is, the, is it the Bible that says, you know, you, you ask and you shall receive, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, people, you know, human beings are all about desire, right? And desire is basic and fundamental to your growth of all desire of all kinds, right? And when you're desire, it's already in the universe for you to, to accept. And, you know, as, they, as, as, it, as the book says, the, the big book says, the holy book says, you shall receive. But what gets in the way are resistance, as you just said. So it's about that resistance that we're talking about, opening that channel, allowing the resistance to be released so that you can be open because it's in the allowance and the openness that you, you will manifest whatever it is your desire is. But we, we have the desire and we have the but at the other end. So we have the desire that's wonderful because it's all, you know, we're all about growth. As I said, you, 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 there is nothing wrong with that. It's beautiful. That's who we are. But then we put, based on our experience of the past, we suddenly go into our own lockdown and then we resist and then we manifest the lack of whatever it is we're thinking about that we, that we lack. So uh, really it's about, we're defining allowance here in the, in the context of, so it's the possibilities, it's the expansion that you are not allowing in, your, in yourself if you resist and giving yourself the permission that you, you are, you are, uh, you know, you're free flowing energy and the more you allow, and that's why we talk about the heart and we're so conditioned to our minds and our brains that we don't think about but the heart so much and leading with the heart is the one that allows you to, to give you the expansion, give you the permission. And that's where the desires really are, are for you to expand and uh, come into manifestation. The idea of expansion speaks to undefined spaces because expansion can occur in contained, you know, defined spaces. So, or it it can, but there are limits and are inherent in all of us is this desire to expand into what our souls um, calling or purposes. And, you know, when we talk about the heart, the heart is where that calling uh, resides. That the other thing that's in the Bible is is the obedient heart. Mm. You know, it's not about being obedient in the in the childlike sense yeah. we think of, like obeying your parents. It's about are you in tune, attuned to the the desire 
that has been placed in your heart for you to be able to express uniquely your own expression in only the way that you can. And, you know, to be able to allow yourself to become who you're becoming uh, is, is, is difficult. Yeah. It's really challenging because as human beings, we get tied to our memories and our past and then we're focused more on form, what something should look like versus the essence yes. of what it is that we are being called to create or called to participate in. Um, That's such a good point. I mean, we talk about in, in many of our uh, sessions with clients, it's the essence. We get so caught up in, well, I was going to meet the, you know, a new person in my life and she or he was going to look like that. But when you fall in love, they look nothing like that, <laughs> right? So it's like, it's, it's just, that's, that's an example of what it means, you know, essence of form. Or you think of money, it's going to be so much in the bank and it comes in the form of some, something totally different. And it still has a lot of value to you, but you just think of it as, oh, wow, that's interesting. You asked for it, but it came in a different form. Or a job. We've, I think yeah, many people can exactly. relate to taking a job that looked great on paper, right? The form is exactly what you thought you wanted. And then you begin, you realize not too long after that, you know, all that glitter isn't gold right. and the essence of what you're looking for doesn't match. There is what you call a misalignment and the misalignment causes suffering. Yep. The misalignment, you know, really um, can set you back, set us back, right? Like it could set you back to going, you know, right back to what you know, because it's in our nature to want to be safe, to be comfortable. Yep. We move away from uncomfortable spaces and places because unchecked, our ego can take over and that, you know, inner critic or limiting beliefs that we've been conditioned to believe throughout our lifetimes, the, those beliefs can be very powerful because most of us don't even know they're there. We're not even awake to the fact mm -hmm that we can actually shut them down and create new beliefs. All right. So what are we talking about? So the, 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 when we allow, you're, you're eliminating, well, you're eliminating suffering for yourself because uh, you know, suffering is a choice, right? Um, you can have pain in your body, but to suffer is your choice. Uh, and that can take many forms, right? From complaining and being feeling like a victim to, to just constantly living in that low energy, low frequency of bad, you know, anger, frustration, and all the different emotions that are not helping you. But if you, you can certainly feel the pain. We, we all have faced pain in our bodies and, 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 and in our hearts. It's just then, you know, what do you do with it to come out of it? So if you allow there is a chance that you will at least reduce your suffering and potentially eliminate it. And, and it's, um, it, it's about moving away from the duality, like this resistance we have on one side and the desire we have on the other. And we keep sabotaging ourselves when we don't focus on that, on that forward movement, the desire 
because that that is the allowance that allows you know opens the possibility for you to then feel whole feel unified feel feel the connection with who you are and most of our lives that that's not how what we do so there is practices right so we'll talk about five steps in the end to, yeah. to before we finish but there is a there is a way that we could you know frame this in a way that you would understand you mentioned duality so i just don't want to go oh, yeah. too far without talking expanding on that idea a little bit more you know we're really speaking to our tendency as human beings to judge every experience that we have to judge ourselves to judge others and anytime we're judging there's a condemnation happening whether it's for others or for ourselves and this idea of duality is looking at the world in separated, fragmented, fractured way where this is good, this is bad, you're good, this person is bad, today I'm good, yesterday I was bad, what if tomorrow I'm bad again? So this duality of looking and defining our experiences from a good or bad perspective keeps us limited. It keeps the possibilities non-existent because when you're defining things as good or bad, that's gonna be based on what you and people before you have defined as good or bad. And so when you remove that idea and you move from a place of compassion where there is no room for judgment because you're using your heart as the source to discern not judge, but discern. Discerning is recognizing that this is this, this option presents that, this option presents this. It's not judging one or the other as good or bad. It's just recognizing what those options represent and also recognizing that in between and all around are other options we might not have even thought about, right? So it's looking at our experiences and ourselves and others in a more holistic way. And when you're able to shift in the direction of viewing yourself and your experiences in that way, then you will move towards healing and towards feeling more whole and becoming more interconnected with what's going on around us. And then things like coincidences become synchronicities, you know, luck all of a sudden becomes, you know, wow, yeah, everything is like feeling yeah. like it's moving in my direction. And also recognizing that when you're coming up against the, a wall all the time, and things seem to be blocking you, you recognize you're not apart from that, but you're, you're in, you're within all of that. And, you know, this is what we want to talk to you about is this allowing. Yep. Just, a, you know, an example of the good, bad and the, 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 the duality that you talk about. You know, how many times have you had situations where something looked really bad at a given moment and that was the best thing that happened to you, you know, months later, or even years later, right? If I hadn't gotten fired from my job, I wouldn't be living my life in full alignment with my next a third job down the line because that job allowed me to because I was frustrated angry when I got fired and I'm, I'm talking about me here this this is this is not unusual to, to suffer an event suffer an event and then you then you you know life goes on and then suddenly you realize oh my god if I hadn't gone through that experience it wouldn't be 
uh, I wouldn't be where I am in a different way. So we, again, that's the judgment, the good and the bad, or you just say you are flowing through life and you're allowing life, you know, to come through you. So you're living it fully, right? That's yeah. Write this down. <clears throat> I love this. I don't, I don't know who said it anymore. It's out there. Otherwise I'd give credit, but setbacks are setups for comebacks. Right you know, that we all have, we love to call them those um, hindsight is 2020 moments where we experience something that was terrible at that particular moment. And then down the line, as we watch the future unfold, we were able to connect the dots as to why now today, we happen to be grateful for that unfortunate event that took place in the past. And you get to a certain age and you realize that more and more of those types of events occur in your life and you, you move beyond them. And it's just really a great reminder to be more active in, in the ownership and how you're participating in your experience. And that's why today, you know, we're gonna we're gonna share a story with you. And then we'll we will we'll share with you the the five yeah. five tips that we have um, for how you can begin to really practice this idea of being more in a state of allowing and enjoying. You know, we're all about enjoying life yes. and having fun. Moment to moment, right? That's what we're talking about. But so, yeah. so we don't want to think this is all woo woo and you know being in the present moment. But it, it's related to that in the sense that it's okay to be where you are, discern all the different things. So, so get in the woo woo. Get in the woo woo. <laughs> Three point framework today. So the number one, as we said earlier, is possibility. The power of allowing is the first thing. Is the possibility of what can what can exist because if you're not open to the possibility and you're shutting it down from the get-go because you've already judged something it's hard to come out of it mm -hmm. okay so you know going back to what we started with our anniversary today of being locked down in, in a different country um scared and really yeah you know we're, we're laughing about it now and we seem to be very um light about it because we it is behind us but in the in the moment yep. it, it was uh nerve-wracking bad, bad. <laughs> good or bad it was bad it was bad so so that's the thing so the, the thing is well you know you can be in the moment and say it's happening for a reason and just not not let it hold you know not let it hold you so what happened uh i think not, not i think march 8 2020 uh we were going to fly from new york to to mumbai on a flight and in on that morning as we were all packed and ready to go and you were already on the way to the airport and i had a friend call me to say are you are you sure actually are you crazy to leave to leave your home country leaving your two boys behind uh to be on them on their own to uh to go to uh to go to india and i said what's happening out there well he just said you know i'm not i'm canceling my trip to asia and other parts because of this thing covid i said you know what I said, well, if the flight's going, we're going. Um, but so, so quick background, I had asked Tricia just a month and a half earlier, out of the blue, I woke up in the morning and I said, you know, I, I want to, I've been thinking about starting a coaching business. And I think India is a place I could, I could do this. That was my own thought. So I called her one morning and say, hey, do you want to, 
we'd only met a few times and you know I knew that Trisha was really really the spiritual person very connected with you know women entrepreneurs trying to help them to to really get themselves out of their own way and I kind of felt like there was a there was a compliment if we came together that uh, perhaps we could help you know people in another country India is the land of entrepreneurs you know it's it's known for it's it's uh, you know I it's known for entrepreneurship it's a youth youthful country 35 percent 55% of the country is 35 years or younger they're all enterprising and it's a good it would be a good good sort of the first step to help help entrepreneurs there to blossom and help them with two full day intense workshops in in three locations so that was the idea and that sort of idea developed after I had called her and she said yes we'll go I said do you know anything about India or she said, nope and so that to me was faith and then I had to I became paranoid I go I just asked her to join me and I don't even know what I'm doing and and that's how, that's how it began. I mean, I had an idea generally what, what we're doing. And then we spent the next six weeks, you know, working out our plans and finding agencies and affiliates and contacts and relationships to, to help get the word out that we're coming and here's our plan. And what did it, I mean, it just unfolded so beautifully, right? Yeah, and really he's not, uh, he's not toning that down. He literally called me up one day and was like, do you wanna go to India with me to do, you know? sure and yeah he was like do you know what we're doing and i said nope but you know somewhere in deep down within me i my intuitive hit was oh i get to go and be of service i get to partner up with raju who at the time yeah like we had met a few times we had spoken and I thought, wow, okay, there's a lot of alignment in or a lot of um, alignment, common values that we hold. And, you know, I saw in him, I recognized in him a real desire to serve. And he had at that point already had five startups, had served others. Um, and so it felt like just yeah, why wouldn't I go? And 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 he said, Have you ever, you know, do you know anything about it? And I said, no, that's a perfect reason to go somewhere that you you don't know anything about to learn, go. <laughs> so it was just like that. And really it was, that was our why. And we were really yes. very clear on that. And that morning you called me, I was already on my way to the airport and you were like, yeah, I just got off the phone with my friend and yeah, you sure, you sure you want to go still? And that was like, is the plane leaving and you said so far yeah I'm like well if the plane is going we're on it and so it really it really my family called me my parents live yeah. in the Philippines they reached out and they were trying to talk me out of it my family was trying to talk me out of it and you know for whatever whatever it's worth we were guided to get on that plane and i'm so grateful that a year later you know i can sit here and say that um, everything that's unfolded in the last year unfolded because we both moved in faith yep and i think there was no particular reason i.e here mental logical anything that if my friend had that, that he was telling me about it didn't register I was like 
and I, and the first thought, like like you said, was if the flight's going, I told him I'm going, but let me call Trisha and find out what, where she's at. And I said that to myself. So I called her up and says, I'm already on the way. Is the flight going? I said, well, that's exactly what I told this guy. If the flight's going, it must be okay. We're on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and the possibility that we're speaking about here when you, when you are wanting to shift from resisting to allowing is recognizing that when you stick to what you know and you continue to perpetuate what you know or protect what it is that you know, then you will without causing, without, causing is not the word, without consciously doing so, just by virtue of wanting to stick to what you know, you are shutting off infinite yes. possibilities. Because one of the things we talked about at the airport when we were sitting there before we took off was if we get on the plane, we don't know what's going to happen. However, if we don't get on the plane, we absolutely know what we're not going to do. Correct. We're not going to be of service. We're not going to fulfill mm -hmm. what this thing is that's called us together to be able to do together. So, so, so a usual went. reaction could, you know, would be, well, we know there is COVID, that we know there is this problem in other parts of the world. Uh, the US had not been declared as a as a negative country at the time for COVID. But yeah, there were no there were, there no, were no um you know major cases. No major cases yet, you yes. know, it was before all of that right. had come out. So we land there and you know, there's always going to be some hurdle to cross. Like, you know, when we landed, I I have uh, an overseas citizenship of India. In other words, I'm a foreigner to India, but because of Indian origin, I had, it was easy passage for me to get in. For you, there were difficulties because they, they wouldn't believe that you were a U.S. citizen. Well, because I look <laughs> like someone who came from countries that at the time had right. already been flagged right. as high risk. And so there were like 20 countries and it, there could be any number of Asian countries out there. Right. And so I had I had a, I, I was given a little bit more um, difficulty, mm -hmm. but, you know, none of that was going to stop. That's us. right. And, and we were clear that we were going right to to help help our clients, whoever they were right at that moment. Right. So really we focused on possibilities. That was the first step. We really focused on, you know, what's the end result? Why are we doing this? Why did we come together to yes. do this in the first place? And it was truly, truly to be of service, to figure out a way to bring our experience, our wisdom, our passion together to have a new experience, really. Um, we both love unknowns and adventure and it was fun. It was fun to like, well, I've never been to India. Now I get to go all of That's a sudden, right. just like that. And it really was a six week uh, preparation. So yeah. remember this first possibility. Um, if there's a, something in your life you're going through in the moment, 
where you aren't sure which direction to go, where you feel like you're being called to go to a certain way, but it's scary or there's some fear involved, there's worry involved. And um, by staying exactly where you are, you're gonna be safe. We really urge you perhaps take a pen to paper and journal on what the possibilities are if you were to entertain um, this other thing that you perhaps are resisting. So the possibilities can be negative. I just want to make sure that you're talking about the possibilities towards what you want to move, the desires and the positives, right? Because nobody wants, we can all list all the horrible things that could have happened, could have happened. Sure. That's well, and, and negative and positive, like we said again, to you earlier, you know, if you if you want to continue to live your life in that way, you are going to be limited. That's right. So that's what we're saying yeah. is, you know, just because something is uncomfortable doesn't mean that it's bad for you. Yes. You know, I mean, mothers have given birth all, all, all a long time and birthing is a lot of suffering. Would you would you change anything about that when you so let's just really i think like what we're saying here is begin to shift your idea of positive or negative and understand that just because something is causing you discomfort doesn't mean that you should move away from it or that it's not something that's good for you or, or allowing you to become who you are right. in the long run. Because it's about growth, right? So ultimately, if you look at things neutrally, net positive perhaps in the words, the way we use them, maybe you have a chance of growth and a possibility. So at, the idea is if you wanna grow, if you wanna stay where you are and be here, that's a choice we all have, right? You know, I have another thing I want you guys to write down that came to me when you just said that. Write down ROI. ROI. Usually return on investment. Right. And then below that, write down COI. COI would be the cost of inaction. So anytime we have a choice to make, usually people shrink away from the idea of taking risk because it's unknown. It's scary. Why would I risk this or risk that? I could be right here and I know exactly how things are going to be. Well, then you know what exactly, you know exactly how things are going to be is another way of saying you have and don't believe in other possibilities for you. And so begin to really work with this idea of what's the cause cost of inaction that is here, should I choose not to take the risk? So we took the risk. We got on the plane because we realized and both agreed to the idea that the cost of not getting on the plane was too great a burden for us to bear. Right, I mean, that's another topic for you know, what creates momentum in your life and taking risks or creating action and momentum. But, but truly, if you, don't, if you don't move the car in gear, nothing's gonna happen, right? So you can have a desire to go somewhere, but inaction is, it, it's, it's as hard or, or as 
easy for you based on what you desire. So if you want the safety of the outcome, then that's, that's okay. That's a choice. That brings us to the second part of our framework. So we did possibility and now we're talking about the promise. So let's talk about promise. Let's talk about promise. So as you, as you look into the horizon at 2021, here we are. It's almost, it's almost spring, thank goodness. <laughs> and you know, you're looking ahead and you're assessing what the possibilities are for you. The next thing that you want to be aware of is the promise. And what do we mean by that? So the promise if one is one in, in our example would be we had committed to the idea that we're connecting ourselves to others or our service to our prospect clients who potentially needed some of what we were gonna talk about to help inspire them, empower them to grow and expand either their existing business or launch their business businesses faster than they would otherwise do. These were two full day workshops. So it was very, very easy in the first step when we were locked down as of a year ago today, sitting at breakfast, being told by the general manager, sorry guys, the health department's here, they found you, they tracked you, uh, they need you to be you know, quarantined. quarantined in a you know, separate area, et cetera. Um, the other prospect was we would be in a hospital quarantine. If we went to the airport to try to escape, but we, since we were already flagged, there was a prospect that we wouldn't be able to get back to our, you know, a very nice uh, protected place in a hotel that we were at. Instead, we would be in some kind of a shelter uh, because we were then being handed over to the health department. So, so the, the, there was, a, there was a, a scary idea there. And no matter what the, the, the next few days or weeks were gonna look like, which was all dark, we had no clue what that meant, except the fact that we were in quarantine for those few days. Yeah. And, 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 the, and the country had shut down. There were no flights out back to the U.S. And the world, really, the world shut down. had shut down. The world, you know, the U.S. Um, had shut down, I believe, March 14th. And so it had been five days already yes. um, since March 14th at that point when we... When we uh, when this occurred. So it was all dark, yes. you know. And um, so we, we talked about what it meant and what is the, what is the reason, what is the, what is the promise of what we were going to do? We couldn't deliver it in the, in the way we had thought about it, right? So often in everything we, we, we talk about, it's about the what it is we're trying to do. And most importantly, why is it, is that that's what is important to you? And we go pretty deep in the why and, you know, you know, five, seven levels deep of to why we want to do this. So the promise of that for us was we're here to deliver. What's the big deal? If you didn't deliver, just go. If you could escape, we had no escape, right? We couldn't leave. And, and if, was there another way, which is the how, but we focus on the why. The why was important. We're here to be of service. If the venues are shutting us down, the government shutting us down or whatever other reasons are that exist to get us to get off and just not do what we were, 
what we were supposed to do, we did not focus too much on the how. And that's the important point here. The how trips everybody up. We start thinking about the how and when there is a, an idea that's presented to us or you have a, a desire that you have, it's come to you, but the very first thing that comes to, come, uh, creates the resistance immediately is, well, how is that gonna happen? And then we go down that path of how, and the how is your imagination of any, anything that's, you know, may not serve you. So you end up doing nothing and you stop. And, and really that's, so write this down. If you're watching, we really encourage you to be taking notes. When you focus on the why, you are practicing the obedient heart. Raju said we do everything we decide to do, we we put it through like five whys, seven whys, you know, even the thought of like why we should work together, right? Yes. And this idea of getting really, really clear and rooted into why you're doing something comes right from your heart. It comes from it's an intuitive hit. Sometimes it's a flash. Sometimes it's like an image. Or, you know, a thought like as in when you decided to pick up the phone, called me to tell me to come. Like the, those are moments when you experience these intuitive hits. They're moments that, you're, that indicate your heart wants something. There's a desire. There's a passion within you. When you shut off the why and you begin to fixate on the how, in essence, what you're doing is disconnecting from your heart and allowing your brain to lead. And one of our mentors loves to remind us that the brain was never meant to lead. The brain is a supercomputer. It's great for organizing information. It's great for figuring out logistics, but it's bad leadership if you think that's who is in charge. Who is in charge is the heart. The heart was always, is always our connection to the divine. The heart is where the passion that lies within us was born in partnership, in agreement between us and whoever your source, your God, your universe, your infinite intelligence, what, whoever you know that is for you. That takes place in the heart. That is where your soul calling is. And then you lead with that, this follows. So what Raju is saying, people get stumped. A lot of entrepreneurs, business owners don't really get to where they want to go because at some point they disconnect from the heart. They stop focusing on their why, and then they become completely um, controlled by the how to do something, which is now the brain leading. And it was never meant to be that way. We were never meant to move in that direction. So yes, this, this uh, what we're sharing with you is absolutely speaking to the idea that we, we, we are spirit first having a human experience. And that's why we say focus on the essence and not the form. And we can only share a story like this with you because we were stepping into that. And believe us, it was uncomfortable. And oh we went, God. we did it anyway. And hopefully, as you're listening to this, 
it's, it's jogging your memory to think of moments in your life when you yourself did something illogical, when you yourself did something that wasn't rational, when you did something just because you felt like every piece of, of, of flesh in your body wanted to move you in that direction and you went that direction and against you know all odds and you did it anyway. If you can recall a moment like that, then give yourselves a hand or tap yourself, you know, give yourself a pat on the back for knowing what it feels like to be in a state of allowing. Just want to also add that, just be clear that if it's a thought that's coming from here, you know that's not intuition. It's when you have no, there's no, there's an inexplicable reason, or there isn't a reason why you'd like to move in a certain direction. That is what you got to listen to, and that's a whole other thing about how do you, how do you distinguish between what that voice is and the other voices. Because a lot of this mind game that happens in one part of our brain, that is not sometimes that is not serving you most of the time. Yeah. So put it through the Y series. Put it through the Y series, and the Y is all where where it's at. It's right here. So that is that is very, you know again we we mentioned you mentioned good or bad, and I mean we're using that because somehow we're so used to this good or bad, you know bad leadership, good leadership. The point is spiritually we're meant to be here and we keep finding reasons to either negate or to justify all the time and you know we have what is it 55 to 60,000 thoughts on average every single day that is the mind just at on high speed and, and it's hard to control but being aware of the why helps you to at least quieten that noise and so you can really listen to this and promise. Well, yeah. When we say the why series, you can actually do this yourself. Yes. If there's a question that you have that is going to help you decide on something, ask the question, answer it, and then take that answer and say, why? Why do I feel that way? And then answer that. And then take that answer and ask again, why do I feel that way? Or why do I believe that? And keep going. Keep going at least five times. Keep going at least at the very least five times because it is absolutely true that the first answer we give is never the thing. Never, never. So when you go deeper, 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 it's going to be really um, a gift, a blessing for you to uncover what it is that is really at the root of why you believe what you believe. And be, be curious, be, be curious with yourself. And, you know, I think every time we've done that, there, we've had breakthroughs because you always learn something new. And so the Y series can be practiced by you for about a week. Yep. Take whatever that question is and work with it, don't judge it, just keep going, see what happens. But when you get clear on what that why is, then it's easier for you to hold it close to your heart. And regardless of what the external circumstances are, are, are you know, being presented, then you'll be able to um, be steady mm -hmm. and you know, steadfast, 
right? Unwavering in pursuit of that. And that's so those, what we were able so those, to do. Those words ring true from a year ago, unwavering, steady. We went through our stream of why series right that morning on the, on the 19th or midday. What are we gonna do? Uh, because it was, there was no place to turn except inward. So, so we, we delivered our promise. We, you know, we, we went and got busy in figuring out what it is we can do. We can go virtual. Um, which is exactly, which is exactly what, what we did. What we, we, did. Can, we, can, we can change the content that we were gonna deliver in a workshop differently to what we would, we would be able to do virtually because there are limitations to what we can do virtually yeah. versus physically. And it unfolded beautifully for the next 10 days. We delivered well, seven different. This is, we're getting to the, the third gritty. point now. So <laughs> we're getting to the third point of our framework is the pivot. Pivot. You know, we once... are, we are masters of pivot now. Well, we, I guess we're still learning, but yeah, pivoting is the way to go. So promise, sorry, possibility, promise, and pivot. Three big elements of the allowing down here to be able to move forward in the uncertainty of life. And so pivots happen because there is a decision time. Oh my God, your back's against the wall or there is a stress point. What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? So, so we end up, as we said earlier in the how versus we, we get caught up in the how and not focus on the why. So the pivot's really about the how, right? Because you allow the how to unfold as well because you don't know the specific steps. We don't know the form of these steps, but if the essence is clear, you're gonna move in faith and trust. Yeah, so to, to save you the details and to add a little bit more structure to what we're gonna share with you, we'll share with you three big pivots that we have done together since a year ago. Mm -hmm. And that first pivot is what Raju began talking to already is that COVID forced us to cancel our live events, but we were masters already at Zoom um, meetings. We had done so many of those already that we figured let's just do the live stream. And so yeah. our first pivot that we decided a year ago today was we would take these events and just do them online via Zoom. And we would begin on the day that the entire country was like on curfew, completely locked down. And we decided to do it for an hour. It was free. And we invited everybody that would have attended the live events to, or showed interest in attending the live events. We opened it up to everybody um, to be able to join us. And the response was so positive that over the course of the next 10 days, we actually hosted seven, seven one hour sessions for free with, with those yeah. individuals. And that gave us the idea that we should launch a monthly membership program, which actually this here. meeting <laughs> is a part of. So that's been a year now that we've been doing this. And you know, it was decided a year ago that we would move in this direction. So by the time we got on the plane back to New York from India. Evacuated on a U.S. Embassy flight, yeah. FYI. We had, we had members. We had members who committed to us. We committed to them. And then we had our first official 
call with them in April of 2020. So that was our first pivot. Do you want to tell right. them about our second pivot? The second is, you know, again, so this is our 12th, 12th call in that series. Um, you know, nothing happens without you stepping into the arena. So when we came back in April, now the question was, what are we going to do? Because there was no end in sight for this, for this uh, lockdown to lift. And if, if things are going to be virtual, there's a reason why we were Zoom subscribers for years before that. Well, how do we use uh, technology to, to really continue to do what we're doing? And we started to, to come together and, and figure out how can we serve our audience in the best possible manner? And since we call most of our uh, things being bold and courageous and being more aware, it led to something pretty logical that just came through us. It's called the Bold Conscious Leadership. So our that was our first group session with like-minded entrepreneurs to come together. And they they run they ran the gamut. I mean, they were from you know ages from 24 to 79 all over the world. We were not we were not sure about the possibility that that so the possibility existed, but we we didn't know what exactly what's going to look like. So, so that's how Bold Conscious Leaders was born. And to Since be, then, to be um, just to add more detail to that, Bold Conscious Leadership is a group coaching program for entrepreneurs and business owners, and it's a 12-week um, intensive. Right. So we meet once a week, and it's really awesome. You know, we've had two groups finish already. Right. We're getting ready to launch, to launch third. our third. So if you watch this and you're interested, you know, send us a message and we'd love to talk to you more about it. But the Bold Conscious Leadership Program, back to Roger's point, was born out of a desire to serve. We came back and recognized that so many people were in the midst of confusion, not knowing which direction to go. And so we committed to creating the space, creating a container where we can invite these people that wanted to still make a difference. And so Bold Conscious Leaders is made up of people who see themselves as leaders who wanted to be out there and be of service to others and recognize that the moment of uncertainty we were all going through was an opportunity for them to step up. And uh, as you said, we were, we're now in the process of launching the third one, but 60% of the previous two groups also decided to go into our next program, which is a six month program which is a master's mastery level program. And so, so we didn't know we were gonna have any of these things a year ago today. So that's the point we're making that the power of allowing where you just, you know, I mean, logic would, would potentially kill all of these situations, but we said, well, you know, what are we doing here? What is the, what is our heart saying, right? So when you tap into the heart, you know, we're here to serve, that's the promise. And so whatever form it takes, it takes. Yeah. Can you imagine if when you called me in January of last year and asked me, go ahead, ask me. And ask if you me said, no, just ask oh. me, just ask, let's just role play this a second. Just ask me, you Freaking know, 7, 10 in the morning. Uh, I'm about to take a flight that <laughs> afternoon to go to Florida and I wake up, I do my thing. I'm getting a cup of coffee. I go, I should call Trisha. Why should I call <laughs> Trisha? I don't know. Should I ask her if she wants to go to India with me? What was the reason I was thinking about India? No clue. It was there somewhere. Of course, it had its seed somewhere. 
you know, I spent six years in India in the late 90s. I had great connections. We lived there for a couple of years after. But I just felt like I have all this deep connection with India. I only have mostly friends there, you know, a little family, but, but it's like, I could really help these people. And so as I'm in the kitchen shuffling around, I decided to call Trisha. Hey, how are you? What's going on? Hey, I had a thought this morning as I woke up. Do you want to go to India with me? Uh, why? You didn't say that. Well, I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> I exactly. <laughs> I did not say that. But can you imagine if, if the tone? Because in that moment, I had a, I had a split second to make a decision and how I was going to respond. In that moment, my heart was open. In that moment, I felt safe. I felt cradled by the universe, no matter what. In that moment, I had been doing a lot of work that was allowing me to be in this space. And I had already been serving other leaders. And so, you know, I was able to just decide, but can you imagine if, if instead of saying, sure, I said, why? Well, what do you see? What are you thinking what's, about? What's or... the end result? Like, where, where do we want to go? Well, what do you mean? Where does this, where is this going to go? I mean, can you imagine, first of all, if I did all that? Well, I might have said, you know what? <laughs> it's okay. Think about it. And, you know, we'll talk another time. And that would be in the end of that. And, and it wasn't like I needed a decision either. It was just, I felt moved. I was going to this, you know, another yep. session with a mentor five days and I go, I, I don't know what's going to come out of that one. I have no idea, but I'm going and I'm thinking one of the possibilities is India. Right. And so what we're really wanting to illustrate for you here is the energy behind your intentions, you know, that when we are open, right? Like think about it being in the state of allowing, like, go ahead, take your hands, place them on your lap, palms facing up as if you are receiving. You're receiving. This is a gesture of receiving, but it's also a gesture of giving because the energy is open and the energy can flow. If water were to come through, it'd be able to come through, right? Imagine what your energy is whenever you're choosing um, on something, a possibility. Are you like this or are you closed-fisted? You know, maybe even think about your relationship with money, you know? Are you in a space of allowing, receiving, giving, or are you in a space of keeping it close to you and hoarding? Um, so just, we wanted to just really outline for you that your energy matters. In these situations, when given an, a, a, a opportunity, where a blessing comes, if you are so focused on the form and not open to feeling what your core desired emotions are, the essence of it, because all I, I could tell you, all I felt when I heard that question was excitement. So it was a quick, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, those things take practice, right? And so- Yeah, we'll come to the five steps. Of back the, to yeah, yeah. our pivot that was really when we decided that all right here we are here's a group program here's a second group program 
here's the launch of another group program. And we're gonna tell you about a time just a few months ago in December where we decided to pivot once again. And we're so excited to share with you that what we came to in December after some discomfort, because all of these pivots happen when there's a stress point, right? All pivots occur when you feel like your back is against the wall. All of these disruptions are actually opportunities for you to expand and rise to your calling. The disruptions serve to shatter your old identity of who you think you are. And it really, disruptions can come in many ways, right? But what happens is the pivot, the pivot can either um, perpetuate the sameness and keep you exactly where you are, as in the case when somebody leaves a job, gets another job and has the same experience, or somebody you know, ends a relationship, gets in another relationship with another individual and another and another, and they're all the same. It's either that pivots are gonna keep you exactly where you are, or pivots are gonna represent moments when you're no longer satisfied with who you are and you're now expanding. So back in December, we decided to expand this idea of what it is that we're doing together to create a platform where we're really helping more people launch and scale their businesses and giving them the tools, in particular coaches who are certified or not certified, who want to launch a business or make their coaching practice yes. become a business that is um, their full-time source of income and also really be able to go fully into their life's work and be of service. So it really has just been since December. Three, three, less than three months. Yeah. And, and there's just been so much that we continue to watch unfold and there's going to be more to come yes. from us. So you stay tuned because we're kind of just like hinting at it here today. But over the next few weeks, mm -hmm. we'll be able to um, share even more with you. But if you're a coach or you're someone thinking of being a coach, get very excited because yes. we have big announcements coming up yes. in the next couple of weeks. So the idea really is, uh, as we talk about the, the what, the why and the how, we, we realize that the how stops whoever out there to move forward in your life. So particularly for coaches that are certified, they really want to deliver, they're so excited. But like we went through, we didn't have all the tools or resources. We had no clue where you could find the technology, the appropriate you know, uh, partnerships and collaborations and the resources. And it, we were just searching for needles in, our, in the haystack, but we, ne we never stopped. We were unwavering. The point is we want to take the how difficulty of the in your in your imagination of what the how is out of that so that you can focus on your why and what it is you want to serve people with because we know that obstacles them the obstacles themselves are your path but we just get flustered and we start having the brain and the mind kick in and we stop and we don't start so anyway so that's so we've been pivoting all year 
three pivots already in in this business. There's been more, but these are the but big ones big that one. we wanted to share with you, hopefully to inspire you to think about, you know, in the past year, if you were to just reflect back on last year, did you have to make decisions, you know, because we all were disrupted. The entire world was disrupted. It was, you know, the lockdown was a cataclysmic event that disrupted all of our lives. And so, you know, we go back to the question that we asked in the very beginning is, you know, now that we've had a year of this and we don't really know where it's going to lead to next, are you becoming someone who is allowing new possibilities or resisting further uncertainties. Yeah. So we're going to give you the steps now. Make sure you have your handy dandy pen and yeah. paper. And we're going to give you the steps for you to begin to shift yourself into somebody who is becoming becoming someone who is in a space of allowing more possibilities in their lives. All right. Step number one. First and foremost, you must acknowledge that you will never get it all done. So the fear that I won't get it all done, we won't deliver, and you don't start is not an option. And here what we're talking about is not about resigning to fate, your destiny. It is where I am. I was born with it. That's limitation talk. That's not what we're talking about. As new desires come to you and you pursue them, and you fulfill them, there's going to be new desires. We're, we're talking about the new desires will never stop because deep down inside our human, you know, source somewhere is this growth, always the idea of growth. Now you may choose not to listen to it because you're focusing on your, your head is driving, driving everything for you. So it's about the new possibilities and the new desires. That's what we mean by you will never get it done. So first and foremost, write down, I acknowledge, I accept that I will never get, get it done. But it's, 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 yes, you'll make mistakes and you learn from them. Hopefully you learn from them, make new ones, no problem. But the life's journey, going back to the point that we're spirits first in these bodies, is unending. So just, just acknowledge, accept that because ultimately it's a practice. It, we're not, there's no Olympics to say, I got this done and then what? Yeah, so it's it's that we are never done. Yes. It's not that we are never getting getting it done. It's that we are never done. Our growth is never We're done. done. Yes. So just because three months ago you felt like you reached new heights, and then now you feel like you're right back where you were um, before you reached the new height. There's a tendency when we experience setbacks to beat ourselves up and to judge ourselves, and so we're saying growth like you know is never, never going to be done you know when you're done when we're dead. we're dead and then chances are we're coming back in another lifetime anyway to finish <laughs> or you know to keep going with where we're supposed to go but yeah we are we are it's a practice this yes. is this is growing is a practice expanding is a practice right so speaking of practice number two so something that we uh talk to all of our clients about is this idea of structured solitude, where on your, we know if you're here, you're very busy. 
And we're going to assume that as a high performer, you have a, a daily planner or a schedule that you, you know, aren't just willy nilly with your day or that you don't approach your day with just randomness. We are going to assume that you uh, are scheduling your activities, whether it be work, whether it be with your family, whether it be, um, you know, vacations, that you are structuring your day-to-day moment-to-moment. If you don't already add to your schedule moments of solitude where you can practice meditation, walks in nature, journaling, we're saying to you now that that's a practice that you might want to begin because it's in these spaces of solitude that you can begin to amplify your own inner voice and practice what it feels like to be able to hear your intuition. So write it down, structured solitude, where you can schedule journaling, meditation, breaks, yeah, whatever, whatever all works for the for you. purpose of hearing your own voice. And so we, we're also, with all our clients, we talk about this a lot. You're not here to, you know, the to-do lists and all the big tasks that you have keeping you busy are actually keeping you away from your truth and your alignment. So get rid of your to-do list, but focus 80% of your energy, energy, not time, energy on what is most important to you. And just focus on those one or two things a day that allows you more time to practice these things that Trisha is talking about. And, and, and frankly, uh, you know, the whole other discussion about to-dos, getting rid of them, eliminating them, delegating them, finding other ways to, to, automate them we all know we need we could be very busy we could be very busy all day and not and nothing feels like it got done so change that shift and i think this this solitude really really the silence and and you're practicing your own solitude actually is going to feel very empowering yeah if you're sitting here and you're saying i'm too busy for that that's precisely the reason why you need to begin incorporating this in your schedule So the third point is something that we already touched on earlier. So I'll just say it very quickly now is ask better questions. And to begin, you know, just ask why, you know, questions, questions determine how we live. The world would have you think that it's about seeking answers. We're saying to you, it's really about the quality of the questions that you ask yourself or that others ask you that allow for you to discover or uncover or recover what you might have forgotten about or you, what might have been lingering there that never um, you never thought of. And if you approach your life as a quest, and remember, you know, quest is in the word question, if you approach your life as a quest, wouldn't that be more fun and rewarding? Mm. You know, why, why are quests, you know, a story that we all can relate to? It's, you know, the searching for the meaning, which we'll get to that later. Um, but yeah, it's really simple. Practice the why series. And just to review that real fast, whatever the question is that you have in your head, that you think you know the surface answer to, go ahead, write down the surface answer, but then ask why you have that answer. 
and then go deeper, go deeper and do it for a minimum of five times. You'll know, you'll know when you're there. You'll know when you're there because there'll be a moment where you can exhale and feel like there was a breakthrough mm. or a moment of release where, wow, I didn't know that or I hadn't thought of that or, oh my gosh, yeah, I've known this all along and I forgot. So practice the Y series and treat Just, your life as a quest. And the questions too, like, you know, like, why am I so horrible? And why, why that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about why is it you pursue what you pursue? And uh, it could be simple as I want to serve others. Why do you want to serve others? And you keep going in that direction with the, the minimum of five. It's extremely, extremely powerful. Okay, number four. Uh, we've also kind of touched on this a little bit. You know, you can't just relate to the first point about that you, you know, you won't, you, you're never done, your desires are never done. You're not alone in the world. So number four is find those individuals in your life, perhaps those you already are in touch with or know, or perhaps new ones that you, you don't know yet. Uh, finding mentors, finding, seeking more masterminds, seeking uh, coaches, seeking, uh, you know, people that help you, you know, get into some deep answers within you because that's that exploration is the key to connecting with your heart. Since we're talking about allowing, I mean, you can't allow unless you connect to the heart. We keep saying that. And it's super important. Uh, you know, it, it, what, is, what do they say? Another mentor of ours says, you know, you're the average of five people you spend time with on a day-to-day -day basis. So choose wisely who you want to be with. So I have slowly over time let go people that waste my energy, waste my time, uh, it takes it takes that other practice of silence and solitude to know who is sucking your time. Intuitively, you know that. So why spend that energy and time that puts you in a state of mind that's not helpful to you? So individuals that inspire you to have conversations that are deep, uh, help you with answers, be be give you the tough love when they need to, if they find you that you're just, you know, you're just ex making excuses for yourself. So it, it speaks to that. Right? Well, isn't that why people hire coaches? Yes. That's actually what we're really good at <laughs> is being able to not just hold people accountable, but ask the tougher questions, right? I said earlier that the quality of our life depends on the questions Question. that we ask ourselves or that others ask us. You know, it really, listening is a skill true listening that somebody gives you is a gift if you can find people that truly are able to um hold space for you and are skilled enough to be able to facilitate your inner discoveries keep those people near you those people are special so join masterminds uh, seek mentors, hire coaches. Yes. That's how we met. We met at a mastermind. We had in common that we've worked with coaches before. And, and we, we still do. And we still do because great coaches have coaches, by the way. And so, you know, this is really, um, it's so key that we are spending time with people who challenge us, who, uh, 
help us see when we're playing small that can put a mirror up in front of us and reflect back to us, yeah. um, you know, the greatness, the opportunities, the challenges. And that's really what makes this, this journey fun, mm -hmm. right? Like it, it makes it so enjoyable. And, you know, I just think to myself, I had every reason not to join that mastermind back in um, September, 2019. But something told me to be there anyway. And I, you know, like I had no, no real reason as to why um, I should, but I just knew I had to, I was supposed to be there. And that happens to be the mastermind where I met you. So who knows, right? Yep, exactly. So we got the four so far, right? Acknowledge and accept where you are. Number two, structured solitude. Number three, work with mentors and coaches and people who help you go deeper. And number five, ultimately it's about making meaning out of whatever you wanna make meaning, make, give the meaning to your stories of your past traumas, your past, whatever stories we tell ourselves. They hold us in space and safety, not allowing you to grow. So it's a great way to have excuses in your life to say, you know, I went through this, you have no idea what I've been through Hey, listen, everybody's been through something significant in their lives. Surely if you're, you know, depending on how old you are, perhaps, but even if you're younger, you're, you, you've been through a lot of stuff for sure that you hold as an excuse to hold you back from going forward. That is not to say that you should not feel the emotion of whatever it is that you've been through. Uh, so be careful with what meaning you give to your experiences. And, and uh, the reason for this step being in, in the allowing is that you want it, the meaning making to be so effortless for you that since you're, you're doing all these other practices that we talked about, this fifth one is simply put it in its, its place for what it's, that experience has given you. Because if you hadn't that, had that experience, you wouldn't be where you are. You know, somewhere your source, your divine is telling you that there is more to grow. You will never stop growing. So is there something you want to add to the meaning making here? Really that whatever it is that you are moving through in this moment that might presenting itself as a challenge for you to practice gratitude. Mm -hmm. That if, if you've experienced in the past those divine dissatisfying moments where you feel like, wow, this is so tough, this is so hard. But then now looking back on it, you realize that was a blessing. Consider that whatever it is that you're going through today that is difficult or uncomfortable might also be showing you an opportunity for you to expand. Right. And maybe tomorrow or three months from now or a year from now, you are able to see this moment also as a blessing. blessing. So meaning making becomes effortless when you're able to realize that what you're in the midst of today is just a process of you unfolding into becoming who you who you truly are or remembering who you truly are and you know this is the final step that we listed because you do need to first acknowledge that we're not done then you have to be a good student and practice listening to yourself listening to your um, higher being, whoever that is for you. 
asking better questions, um, seeking others to help you on this path. You know that saying, um, uh, the student, the teacher appears when the student is ready. That's exactly what that is. I just think like, that's, that's for me, I was ready for some sort of adventure and I went to that mastermind and then I met you and then like not even six months later, I was on an adventure in India. And, and, and here we are a year later covering this topic with you that when you realize every event Every event is for the purpose of helping you become and grow and evolve. Then why wouldn't you be in a space of allowing? So be careful what you consume, what you allow into your into your mind, your heart. Um, there is enough out there that you know that that consumes us. That you know if you don't if you if you start having these practices. The discernment that you were referring to earlier as opposed to judging good and bad and love and hate and all this dichotomy that people are living every single day out there it helps to reduce that stress and uh, tension for you to be able to look inward because as we always say in is the only way out we're looking in the wrong place to grow and, and develop it's all in here the growth is in here. So tapping into the essence of who you are is in the allowance. There is no other way because the rest of it is just you, you, your life is ticking away. As my other mentor says, it's your life ticking away, not the clock. Time is just time. You know, the sun comes up and the sun sets when it sets. That works like perfection and clockwork. What are you doing in perfection and, you know, in that time? You're wasting your time if you're focused on all the things that don't serve you and your higher self. Yes. So to wrap up today's lesson on the power of allowing, with 2021, you know, three quarters of it still in front of us, there's unlimited, infinite potential, infinite possibilities for all of us. And the allowance is what give space for the mystery of life, of your own life, your own experiences to unfold. And so allowing is being present in the moment, in the now moment, you know, N-O-W now moment where you can really just um, be a full, a full, live your life fully and take ownership for your experiences. So knowing that our time here is limited and we're not guaranteed tomorrow, um, stop dissipating your energy on things that you can't control or um, you know, just resisting things that you know, the more you resist, the more they persist because just the act of resisting means that you're keeping that very thing top of mind mm -hmm. for you. And our energy always goes where our focus is. And so when you, when you can keep that close to your heart, why would you wanna spend time or energy on the things that don't truly matter, you know? the distractions, 
the stimulation, the external, the five senses information is coming at us so fast, so furious, the bombardment, like people don't have attention spans anymore. And so what we're saying to you is to give yourself the gift of flow, you know, where, where you're able to easily and effortlessly produce your craft, you know, to give yourself that gift of flow, begin practicing allowing and go deep. Stop with the small talk. Stop with the small talk. And we don't have to talk about what the small talk is because yeah, I think we all recognize what the small talk is. But let's become somebody that starts to focus and talk about the things that truly matter. Let's get in this moment today, right now, and begin practicing these tips um, and see what happens. Yeah. It's also very easy to avoid this topic because you know the moment you run into someone or you find a, a person that could help you and you sometimes have the reaction that oh my god that's going to be hard for me it's easier to go into the five senses conversations mm -hmm. it's easier to go into the small talk and it's like nobody gets hurt nobody nothing whereas here i don't know i may have to take responsibility for my own actions and my behavior oh i don't want to talk to trisha or raju oh my god that just means I got to go in a different direction that I'm not used to. Well, that's uncomfortable and that can be painful at first, but that's, that's where all the growth is. Um, you know, it's, it, it's from firsthand experience, right? We speak where a lot of things that have shifted uh, in my life and I'm sure in your life is that is when you took some uncomfortable action that was resonating with you in the heart you were allowing it at some point, but you decided to cover it up. Let's just go do the normal thing that we normally do. And whatever normal is. It's for you. <laughs> so so um, we are honored to uh, have been able to spend this last 90 minutes with you. And thank you for letting us share our adventure yes. um, and how this, uh, our power, that we decided to engage in, let's allow for possibilities to unfold here, yeah. to come together, to co-create together and to be of service together has led us to this moment. And there's so much promise, so much more yeah. to come. So we're very excited to have this community, to have you be a part of that. And let's, let's see how the rest of 2021 unfolds. We're Thank excited you. Excited for the unfolding, and do comment, you know, in any of the uh, community pages that you're part of. Uh, you know, share your thoughts, feelings, questions. Uh, you know, this this is all about collective growth, and we we just love to hear from you. So, um, thank you again for tuning in. Awesome. Take care, everybody. See you soon. Till next month. Bye. We hope you enjoyed today's episode, and if so, make sure to subscribe, download, and share it with your sphere of influence. You know, we bring a variety of topics to you, and it's like a masterclass for those topics, and it's all free. So take a screenshot, 
Share it on your social media and add the hashtag Bold Conscious Connections so that we can find you, see you, maybe say hello. And if you want to deep dive into some of the topics that we bring to you, uh, find us at www.livemasterminds.com and get to know us. Take care.